As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite lore cast on the Citadel. Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast lore behind the Mass Effect games. Specters, welcome back to the Mass Effect Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I'm here with N7 The Legend, Sam, my, my good buddy. Sam, how's it going? It's going well. Um, I'm actually not home right now. I'm at my girlfriend's house, and there's a dog uh, over to my right. Oh, nice. He's very cute and dressed up in a uh, Halloween costume, I think. That's Opal. <laughs> wow. I don't know if you can hear the panting, um, but I'm great. I'm traveling this weekend and very happy to talk to all of our patrons. I see some new faces here. Yeah, we've got a bunch of patrons today and here's what we're doing. I'm ex going to explain what we're doing and then we're going to go through and read out everybody who's here and they can all do a big welcome like we've been doing lately. But this is the concept for today. We're doing kind of a game show thing and it is the patrons job. We are pitting them against AI in the sort of in a sense. It is their job to determine if the theories I'm about to share with them originated from a human mind somewhere on the Internet, like on a forum or in some article somewhere or, or Reddit or somewhere like this, or if these theories originated from the G chat GPT AI, because I prompted the AI to come up with its own Mass Effect theories that were unique, that are things that it didn't find anywhere else on the internet. So that's that's the premise today. And we're going to debate some of the theories and this should be a lot of fun. But it is your job, patrons, to ferret out which is which. And we're going to keep a list somewhere. Make sure you've got a piece of paper or a document on your on your computer or whatever, somewhere where you can list like number one human or number one AI, that kind of thing. And we'll go down the list. But welcome back, everybody. I'm going to go through the list. I'm going to name off everybody. And then on the count of three, I want you all to say hello as if you were a Krogan. Here we go. We've got Genesis, that's Spectre J, Psyche, Turbo Toboggan, Born to be N7, Ed Boy, Luke the Duke, and G Man. Welcome, everybody. Here we go. One, Two, three. Ah, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is exciting. Sam, are you are you excited about this? I'm very excited. You know, we were talking about this list of uh, basically conspiracy theories when it comes to Mass Effect. Mm -hmm. And you sent me the Google Drive link, so I already know which are which. I won't spoil that for anyone. Um, but there are some theories on this list that I have never even seen before. Right. And some and of them are like, to talk about you, them. you mentioned this at the beginning. Some of you were like, wait, this is just canon. And uh, the, I mean, it just shows. And and I, I believe when you're talking about that, you may, you may have been referencing one of the AI ones. But it just goes to show well, there's that the AI isn't 
isn't perfect. I told it to come up with a theory that was unique and hasn't been anywhere. And it just spouts something off that's canon. And it's like, well, wait a minute. How did what? No, that's true. But there is also fan theories that I remember that came out what like maybe it came out after Mass Effect one, mm-hmm. but by Mass Effect three, it was proven correct. It was proven correct. So, right. So so it's yeah. going to be a mix. It's not going to be easy You're, just because it's more or less accurate doesn't mean it's more or less likely to be human or AI. You just have to kind of ferret these out. And we're going to pick some of the ones that aren't, you know, that that black and white. But here we go. Are you guys ready? You guys ready to go? Everybody's ready. All right. Thumbs up. Here is. Here is topic number one. This is theory number one. The Reapers were not created by the Leviathans to uh, preserve organic life, but rather by a rogue faction of Protheans seeking to eliminate all organic life in the galaxy except for their own. I'll read it again. And with these, I, I do recommend that you listen to all the specific words because that might give you some clues. The Reapers were not created by the Leviathans to preserve organic life, but rather by a rogue faction of Protheans seeking to eliminate all organic life in the galaxy except for their own. All right, let's open it up for discussion. Who has thoughts on this? What does this make you think? Jen? That, that seems AI to me. Okay, why, why do you think? Why do you think that feels like an AI to you? Because when we find out about the Leviathan, it's pretty set that, you know, the Leviathan created the Reapers. Why would this dude be telling us differently? And like the whole reason that we know about the Leviathans are creating the Reapers is because we have that discussion with him. Why would he be or why would it be lying to us at that point? So because it seems inaccurate, it seems more likely to be AI or is it inaccurate in a human kind of way like maybe somebody just th- either came up with something and was like oh he's lying or just didn't remember that that happened mm, more inaccurate in an ai way i don't think that anybody who could play the leviathan dlc could come up with this theory all right but fair game I be wrong. fair game what, what do the rest of you guys think what do you think no i agree with jen on this one this one's this one's got um too many fingers basically yeah, it's it's I, like it's like the finger ring yeah. with <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i can i kind of agree that it's uh that you know it's not right but it sounds like something the profians would do like a rogue faction we know that they conquered our species but i do think it's uh ai okay ed thinks it's ai psych thinks it's ai genesis is on the ai train anybody on the human train specter i think it's ai as well on the AI train. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. I think it's AI because I, I may be wrong, but uh, they were conquerors. So they, they conquered other species. So they, if they were destroyers, they would have destroyed everyone, but they wanted an empire, which the empire needs peasants, basically a peasant class. Right. Okay. Okay. I'll play devil's advocate here for a second and remind people that Prothean was the the word Prothean was used as both a term to describe nationality as well as race. So it was not merely limited to one race, but everyone that was subjugated under the Prothean Empire were referred to as Prothean. And feasibly with writing, although, you know, people might have gripes with it, but feasibly with writing, you could argue well, the Leviathan lied about their how old they are and were actually part of the Prothean Empire. I mean, we've never seen any aliens lie about anything ever. <laughs> so there's that. Or or maybe they're right. Maybe it's just an AI. Maybe an AI just came up with a dumb idea. All right. You guys, I think we're I feel like we're done with this one. You ready for the number two? Everybody has their answers down. All right. Number two. This one says the crucible, the super weapon created to defeat the Reapers, is actually a trap that will allow the Reapers to take control of the galaxy once it is activated. I'll read it again. The crucible, the super weapon created to defeat the Reapers, is actually a trap that will allow the Reapers to take control of the galaxy once it is activated. All right. So thoughts on this one. What do you guys think? Psych? I Again, well, and all right, honestly, this one's got the, it feels human in that idea that 
someone's trying a little too hard. You know what I mean? To, to, <laughs> to make a, uh-huh. to make a, a connection of like, Oh no, no, this, this thing is actually just a trap. Um, because theoretically we see someone can use it to take over whatever. So flip that reapers would try to use it to take over something. I don't know, but yeah, this, this, to me, it feels uh, someone got some something crossed and they put it down on paper. Like like one of those like internet posts that's like, look how clever I am, everybody. Uh-huh. Like one yeah. of those. Yeah. Yeah. Like if somebody's trying too hard to be clever. Do you guys agree with Psych? What do you think? We get some I, uh, nods. Spectre? I definitely think this one's more human just because I feel like if this was an AI generated thing, it wouldn't be so simplistic as... Aha, it's a trap. Like, I feel like with the AI generated thing that there's going to be more that goes into it, more reasoning behind it. Just because take Edie, for example, when have you ever heard her explain something simplistic? But she was written by humans. Ooh. As was chat GPT. Well, chat GPT was coded by humans to come up with its own thoughts she was scripted by a human being in a meta sense, right? Like the people who wrote the game. So yeah. I don't, to, again, to play devil's advocate to kind of go, well, maybe that's what we think AI is supposed to sound like, but does it really? Fair enough. But yeah. I'm going to stick with my human on this one. All right. I, I definitely think human. Yeah. It's, it sounds like a, sounds like it would be a knowledge of the game that makes that theory. All right. Anybody who that hasn't chimed sense. in yet want to want to chime in on this one, Luke? I, I would say it's probably human because I feel like everyone had that, you know, kind of thought in their head. Maybe this weapon that we don't know much about could be a trap. So I feel like it could be easily my question that human would make. All right. So lots of lots of humans on this one. All right. Man, you guys are taking very clear sides so far. Interesting. All right. Ready enough for number three. Everybody has their answers down on that one. All right, number three, the Reapers are actually the good guys trying to save the galaxy from an even greater threat that nobody knows about yet. Turbo? What do you think? Uh, I think that one's human because I've heard humans say that before. So either it's AI copying or it's human because I've heard humans. Mm -hmm. I've seen that in places before. Right. Now, remember, I instructed the AI to come up with things that were 100% 100% unique that weren't theories that it knew about already. So if this is but, something that is human, then maybe it messed up if it's AI or maybe it is human or Sam was going to chime in. I was, I think you were getting here, but the AI war is a language model. It works with predictive language. So it's going to use a word and think, okay, what word comes after that word? What word is most associated with that word? This word. What word comes after that word, this word, this word, and so on and so on. So if it does end up replicating something that human beings actually say, that's not surprising at all. So uh, again, is this, is this human or AI? Because the context here isn't always clear. Yeah. Feel free to chime in. Who has some other thoughts? I think it's human because, uh, well, I played Andromeda recently and I had that exact thought learning about the creators of the robots in that game that they were they had to somehow be on the scale of the reapers so maybe there is something out there that's bigger than the reapers okay anybody else have thoughts on this one i i definitely think ai because it's already established like why the reapers are made so i think it's definitely ai okay so this one's more contentious we got we got a more variety here psych um uh, I was gonna. I'm gonna say human on this one. I, I feel like this is someone playing devil's advocate, it, it, or like from the narrative perspective of the Reapers, they're the good guys. Like, yeah, all right, whatever, sure, but go take your stuffiness someplace else. <laughs> I feel like this is another one of your like somebody's just trying to be too clever. They like they turn like one one thing on its head, and they're like, <laughs> "Did you guys ever think about this?" Yeah. Right. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on this one, Jay? Yeah. I, yeah. This one feels a little more human and uh, good. Possibly it is someone trying to play devil's advocate, but uh, 
I would just like to take a second to think about like if there was something out there bigger and badder than the Reapers, like holy shit, they would make an amazing ally. Like <laughs> right. Yeah. Have you have you seen the models of um a sovereign class reaper standing next to the Eiffel Tower. Have you seen oh yeah, that? yeah, yeah. There's whole videos I mean, on YouTube that show like different kinds of ships and things next to real world objects and yeah. Yeah, I mean like, yeah. could you imagine that just being calling in for fire support and just sovereign lands? Like, got your back. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, G Man wanted to chime in. G Man, did you have something? Yeah. Uh, no. I've, I think uh, I think this one's human just because I've heard i've heard this thing and something similar tying into the whole dark energy storyline that you know the original one of the original writers uh, drew carperson was was dealing with with the story and that the reapers might have been something in retaliation to that whole thing keeping that in check um so i, I think that one's a human all right so we got we got a variety on this one all right everybody has their answers down ready for number four this one's number four. The crucible was not designed to defeat the reapers, but to transfer the consciousness of all living beings into a virtual reality simulation. I'll read that Damn. again. <laughs> I'll read that again. Yeah, please. The, the crucible was not designed to defeat the reapers, but to transfer the consciousness of all living beings into a virtual reality simulation. If anyone's ever played Soma, this is like the end of Soma. Is it? I, I have it. It's one of those games. Of, I think I got like a bundle. 1899 kind of an 1899 kind of twist. Um, this was one of the ones that I said I'd never heard before as a theory. And I'm pretty active on Mass Effect forums, but I will give a caveat. Every now and then someone comes up with a, a theory that I'm like, wow, that's I've never even considered that. So, you know. I think this one's a little tough. You know, if I didn't know the answer to whether it was human or AI, I, I, I would have uh, a hard time deducing. Turbo, are you wanting to chime in? Yeah, uh, uh, I feel like this is AI, and it's just the AI using uh, uh, comb- like like Sam said, like it's like it's like something for something else. I feel like the AI just like picking picking and choosing stuff from other stuff and mashing it together i mean that's basically what the ai does so if it is the ai then that's what it's doing right all right what do you guys think i I agree with turbo on this it sounds ai it sounds it like it sounds just harebrained enough to be like you obviously don't know what you're talking about kind of that uh, that kind of hold on i want to I, I yeah. do want to I do want to interview Psych about this one. <laughs> why Why is it harebrained? Okay, because there is zero ev- like there's zero evidence of that in the game. So to to come up with that kind of a theory, like yeah, I didn't think of it either. But that's because you know I've played the games. <laughs> but is it But is it dumb in a AI kind of way or dumb in a I human like kind of way? I feel like it's dumb in an AI kind of way. Okay, okay. To be fair, all of the theories that we've brought up so far are kind of like a hit the blunt in the studio kind of <laughs> theory where we're like, dude, what if the Reapers were like actually the good guys? <laughs> oh my Someone God, played Mass man. Effect, rolled the blunt, and then watched The Matrix. Yeah, but that's yep. the thing. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> and it, act- it, I feel like an AI could do that, but also a human who has been like just either somebody who just had like a harebrained idea pop in their head, like, hey, what if like, they play through the game one time and they're like, hey, what about this? Or they don't play all of them. They only play like some of one of them, right? And they're like, I got this cool idea. Or like Sam's saying, they're just, they're just smoking out and they're like, genius idea, guys. Check this out. Any other thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think this one's, I'm going to lean a uh, human on this one because, um, you just, we don't, we're not privy to when these, uh, ideas came out. This could have been someone that only played the first game, made an assessment on what he thought the next two games are going to be. And it just, it sounds crazy. Like some guy sitting in the basement, like Y2K sort of, it's happening man they're gonna get us so maybe not like hit the blunt and you know like hey dude but like 
more of just like a schizo guy sitting in the basement like dude what if and it's like he sees this game and it's, that's kind of how i'm leaning on this one this one kind of sounds human in my I opinion will- I will say that there is a little bit, and this is not me leaning one way or the other, but I will say that there is a precedence in Mass Effect for uploading consciousness onto VI and virtual intelligence. Uh, the virtual or the virtual alien race is actually a canon uh, race of aliens in Mass Effect who don't they don't have corporeal forms. So it's pretty out there. It actually kind of made me change my mind. I think this, I think this one is human. <laughs> Going back and forth. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. All right, we're going to do number ten, and then we're going to take a break for the for the mid break. So here's here's the last one before the mid break. The elusive man is not a human, but an advanced AI program created by the Reapers to manipulate Cerberus and further their goals. So another another AI concept here. The, uh, I'll read it again. The elusive man is not a human, but an advanced AI program created by the Reapers to manipulate Cerberus and further their goals. And Psych is rolling his eyes. He's like, this idea is just, just super dumb. <laughs> is that what you're thinking? I'm a very expressive face, okay? <laughs> but is that what you're thinking? Is that, like, oh, yes. Yeah, that's okay. exactly what I'm thinking. All right, all I right. mean, there's enough external Ooh. media to obviously throw that out the window, but beyond that, because of because it's all external i would put it to a human who like took a look at tim and saw the eyes and was like ah yeah he's totally not real he's totally a robot can you tell yeah he's a robot yeah all right okay I mean, do they ever do they ever explain how he got those like robotic eyes like anywhere yeah it's uh, it's in the comic uh um it's what is it it's not discovery it's not the set. Uh, it's one of the comics, but yes, they oh, explain okay. it. Okay, I haven't read those yet. He goes by Jack Harper in those comics. Uh, yeah, he. I believe it was an implant, and I'm not going to spoil too much because eventually we're actually going to dissect those comics, and we've already talked about a little bit of them on the past episodes. But basically, the Elusive Man has some encounters with Reaper Tech. So if that's the case, maybe this isn't as crazy as we think it might be. G-Man, did you want to chime in? Or, or Genesis, I see Genesis, you're, a, you're unmuted right now. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm trying to run through every time that I've seen AI in like a movie or anything like that. And I can't remember a single time where an artificial intelligence smokes cigarettes. Hmm. Hmm. Like they don't put unnecessary things into their body. Johnny and Cyberpunk isn't real. He smokes. I mean, he's not physically real either. So uh, exactly. it's not he exactly the same body. thing. Right, right. It's not exactly the same thing. But that's, yeah, you're right. That's the only one that really comes to mind. Wait. Wake the fuck did, up, Spectre. Did, didn't the Terminator <laughs> smoke? Like a cigar or something? Did, didn't be, he just put it like, in his mouth when he took all the all the biker guys ge- gear? I think it was just yeah. part of the gear that he picked in order to make himself look human. But I don't know that he I actually like smoked it. He just kind of chomped on it. <laughs> I, don't, okay, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I vaguely remember this. It's been forever since I've seen T2. So, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't re- visually remember if he takes a puff of it or not. But maybe that's a good question. Well, what was the uh, what was the private? investigator in fallout fours nick right nick valentine Ooh. valentine does nick he smoke valentine. nick valentine he smokes he smokes but he's a synth he's not an ai right that's a is whole it, different a synth is an ai synth is an ai it's a type of ai yeah it's, it's a type isn't it his it's personality was taken from a real person but he is a synthetic person still he's not mm. the same nick that he that the human was it's like his yeah. his framework of his personality is based on the human. He has that human's memories, but he's he's a manufactured artificial intelligence. Yeah, because I'm gonna lean AI on this one. It just this one just sounds like artificially generated with uh, what Tom was talking about with the uh, the word association and trying to figure out what best would match with that word. This one just sounds not generic. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess it just sounds too artificial. <laughs> All right. All right. If you want to be paranoid, I mean, if the AI is smart enough, it could find that one 
human trait that would make him seem human. So smoking. That's true. That's true. There would be that, right? Why not just take on some human traits, a few that look like things that AI wouldn't go out of their way to incorporate and then make I, themselves look more I real. know. Sorry. I know in one the novels, uh, he does, like, they do kind of go into how much he enjoys smoking. So I'm going more AI on this. Okay. All right. So that was, that was question number five. We were up to five questions. Uh, we've got some more to do when we get back from the break. So you can double check your list, see if those are the answers that you want to have down and we will be right back. I am so excited about our sponsor this week, Marvel Strike Force. I freaking love Marvel comics. Growing up, I collected comics and the trading cards, and I've seen pretty much every Marvel movie they've made so far. So if you're into Marvel like I am, go check out Marvel Strike Force. This is a mobile squad RPG. You can collect and unlock all the different heroes. You fight against supervillains. There's a campaign. There's a blitz mode. There's an arena. There's a constantly evolving meta. And right now they're celebrating the Deadpool anniversary event. This is a mission from Strike, where you log in the first time and you unlock this generous gift containing character shards, an anniversary diamond orb, gear, a bunch of other items. It is absolutely the right time to jump in and try this game out. Click the link in the show notes to download it now and then use the promo code MAXPOOL, M-A-X-P-O-O-L, MAXPOOL. Don't miss out on all the free stuff and thanks again to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring this episode. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Message coming in. Patching it through. I am sovereign, and this station is mine. I like the sound of that. All right, we're in the middle of the show. This is going to be pretty short and sweet. We don't have any new patrons this week, but we do have our Shepherd tier patrons to shout out. Colkashins, Ed Boy, Aaron J, Kira C, Lieutenant Tosino, Shep Vakarian, that Specter J and William, thank you so much for your support. And some of you guys are here with us. That's awesome. All 72 of our patrons, thank you very much for your support. We really do appreciate it. We couldn't do the show if it wasn't for you. And if you would like to join us on a future episode like this or simply just support us a little bit, get some ad free episodes and some other things, then go to patreon.com slash Mass Effect Lorecast and check out all the different tiers. Uh, we also will read out future reviews should we get five star reviews on Apple Podcasts, but we don't have any new ones this week, so nothing else to read out. But you're welcome to do that to help us out or leave ratings on Spotify or whatever other platforms. All of those things are extremely helpful in making sure that we show up higher on lists and that people can see that this show is a thing and it's worth checking out and all of that. So to everyone who's helped us with that, thank you very, very much. All right, let's get back to the rest of the show because we've got some more crazy theories to talk about. Spit it out. Or are you trying to build suspense? You're so dense, sir. Obviously, I do not know as much about human relationships as I thought. All right. Question number number six. We're up to number six. Everybody's ready. Here we go. The keepers, the insectoid creatures that mean or who maintain the Citadel are actually the true rulers of the galaxy and have been manipulating events behind the scenes. I'll read this again. 
<laughs> getting, definitely getting some smiles on this one. The keepers, the insectoid creatures who maintain the Citadel are actually the true rulers of the galaxy and have been maintaining events behind the scenes. What do you think? AI or human? Any thoughts on this one? I put down human because there are definitely some people who just love the keepers. They look so sad sometimes and then absolutely adorable in their little vests. It's a, Yeah, this is a human who loves keepers. <laughs> this is just a person who has affection for the keepers. Oh, this poor keepers. Definitely, definitely sounds human. Yeah, this, it, this sounds human to me too. It, yeah. I think this one involved another blunt. And maybe a bug's life. Wouldn't it be funny if all of the human um, ones in this were from the same, the same person? It, it feels like someone looked too deeply into like the Shadow Broker videos where you can just find like the random people walking away from a dead body. It looks like they just looked way too deep into it. Mm-hmm. And they made that theory out of like that little grain of sand. That's yeah. what it kind of sounds like. Yeah, I could see that. Jay? Yeah, this is just giving me a uh, Wizard of Oz vibes right now. Just um, it's been years since I've seen the movie. It's just that big floating head, and you know he's just this master of the universe, and it's actually just this little guy behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's like that's just like now this is just going to be stuck in my head for three days. Like, wait a minute, are the keepers really like? Are they pulling the strings? Like, wait a minute now. This is I'm going to be up to like two a.m. thinking about this. That's kind of part of the fun of this is that, uh, yeah, you can take some of these ideas and the next time you play through the games, you'll be like, you'll look at the keepers and go, wait a minute. <laughs> Are you? Mm. All right. Any other thoughts on this one? This one makes as much sense to me as like saying the Volus are going to take over the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of in the same. They line. are the bountiful banker blob race, though. So they could they they hold the purse strings <laughs> you never know i mean get a couple of biotic bolus and the whole galaxy will crumble all right i feel like we're done with this one number six number six wrapped up everybody feels good about this all right yeah. number seven number seven the Mass Effect universe is actually a simulation created by an advanced alien race to study the behavior of sentient beings in various scenarios. I'll read it again. The Mass Effect universe is actually a simulation created by an advanced alien race to study the behavior of sentient beings in various scenarios. It was a dream. It was all, all a dream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this sounds like someone who watched The Matrix too much and... oh. And count like not counter, but in parallel. Oh, so we made a game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a game within a game. It's so meta. It's so deep, everybody. It's so meta. Any other thoughts on this one? Is this another one of those? Yeah, it's obviously human. Or do you think that this is maybe just something that an AI went? Oh, I'm going to just merge these two concepts. Definitely leaning more AI on this one. Why? Why specifically? Uh, it just to me, it just seems the way that it's worded, it's just catching me off. You know, it's just, you know, I like to think of this whole thing as just a giant simulation. It's just it's a little too deep. Too deep. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Any other thoughts on this one? I'm I guess go it was human. Well, so, sorry, uh, G-Man, go ahead. You oh, go first. Oh, sorry. So I'm gonna. I'm. I'm thinking more human uh, because it feels like one of the theories that would have popped up during the ending controversy. It feels like something that just would have like plopped up during that whole thing to kind of change how people thought of the whole series. Okay. I can. I can kind of understand that because how do we know the repost and just make a simulation to see how the invasion would turn out to see how, like all the variables before they did it. Like I can, I can see it. I can think I can see that being a human theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Born. Did you want to chime in? Yeah, I'm thinking I, it makes sense a little bit to like, what choice would you make when you don't think it matters that much or when nobody else is watching? So I guess integrity wise, 
like if you're playing the game, it would make sense to kind of read somebody's personality off the choices that they make. Right. But I have no clue if it's human or AI. <laughs> yeah. But what does that tell us? Right. All right. All right. Number nine. Let's move on. Or I'm sorry. This is number eight. Number eight. The Leviathans, the ancient race who created the Reapers, are still alive and have been secretly manipulating events in the galaxy for centuries. I'll read this again. The Leviathans, the ancient race who created the Reapers, are still alive and have been secretly manipulating events in the galaxy for centuries. What do you all think about this, Psych? That sounds so right. It's AI. Like... Oh, so it's too it's too accurate. You're like, it's clearly just Yeah, it's that predict but it's that predictive text and like, oh okay, yeah. Of course you come to the conclusion the Leviathans are still alive, because that's what your text said to do. Now I will say it is canon that some Leviathan are alive. Uh but we don't know if they've really been manipulating events for centuries. We know that they've they've manipulated things here and there to stay hidden. But I wouldn't say that they manipulated events. Yeah, this is a bigger scope than just that. Jen? Oh, well, that kind of maybe changes it. Because I had put AI because I was like, okay, this is an AI-generated one because we see that as canon. They are still alive. But the whole manipulation factor, that adds a different layer to it. I think I'll keep my AI stance, but definitely making me think. Yeah, I, if you're if you're right and it is AI, it's it seems like the kind of thing where the AI, AI might take something and then just add like one little twist to it, right? But again, again people do that too. So I I sorry, ahead, <laughs> keep interrupting you. Um, I definitely do think it's human. It sounds like a number one the kind of series where you have to like play the game to kind of make that kind of theory because we know they have like those orbs and shit and um. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on here, but we know I have like the orbs and stuff. Dude, I do it so, every like, week. It kind of <laughs> so like <laughs> I can see it being a human theory. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. Jay? I think I'm going to lean in more AI towards this one because, uh, I mean, I played the games extensively and uh, there's no talk in the Leviathan in one. There's no talk in two. And if I'm, if correct me if I'm wrong, but unless you have the Leviathan DLC, I don't think they're brought up at all during number three. So for this to be a human making this assessment, I feel like they'd have to have some sort of look behind the curtain of knowing what's going on or what's to come. But this one, this one just seems like AI generated because it's it's accurate right up until that last sentence of manipulating events and it's just kind of like okay well i mean we're kind of doing that but not to the scope and size of what the sentence might have suggested so yeah this one i'm going to lean more ai on for sure so we do know that the word leviathan is used in the lore before to refer to the leviathan of dis it was uh, on a planet card in Mass Effect 1 and 2, but not really talked about in the lore, as far as I remember, until 3. The in dialogue, this, um, was that in reference to the Leviathans? No, that was in reference to the Reaper corpse that was found on the Batarian planet, uh, the one that the Batarian government tried to keep hidden. Uh, and ultimately, it was implied they the highest echelons of Batarian government were indoctrinated from. And it was specifically in contrast to the Leviathan of Dat. <laughs> Leviathan of Dis. All right. And Dat. So, uh... <laughs> that's number eight any other thoughts on this one i mean if i if i may on the uh manipulating of events uh, i believe bioware tried to like retcon the rachni war in their whole leviathan thing like originally it was set up to kind of sound like it was the reapers who had been subtly influencing the rachni to be the foot soldiers basically and then they put out the dlc and it's like uh, no, it was really these little, you know, they had the marble or something, and that was what the Rachni had that were causing them to be aggressive and taking over the galaxy. I, like, so, like, he, they weren't, I don't know if it was an intentional manipulation of events, but they, I feel like that is a manipulation of events. 
So whether it's accurate or not, does that help you determine if this is AI? I, I mean, I, to me, it's more accurate and therefore it's AI. Oh, so, okay. So you think if it's more accurate, it's it's more likely to be AI. That's interesting. Yeah. I would love to have just like a, who who thinks, raise your hand if you think if it's more accurate, it means it's more likely to be AI. Does anybody else feel that way? Or does it, does, does that sway you at all? A little bit? Some of you, maybe? If, interesting. I don't know, with this, that, with that theory, I don't know, it kind of makes it seem more human to me. It sort of makes sense for them to want to like, uh, it makes sense for the Biotlins to kind of see where the galaxy was at in terms of like a combat force against the Arachni as like a s simulation for the Reaper invasion. Mm -hmm. hmm. Okay. All right. Everybody have your answers for this one? We're going to move I on think to... it might just be paranoid oh. enough to be human. Okay. All right. All right. Make sure you have your answers down. We're going to do one more. We're going to have nine total. And Sam, this is, this is one that Sam uh, took to heart and wanted to read out, so. Dr. Chloe Michelle is a Cerberus plant. Dr. Chloe Michelle is a Cerberus plant. Uh, did you sneak one in there, Sam? <laughs> so are you saying it's human, Psych? I, <laughs> I, I'm saying that this AI must listen to this podcast. You know, what's Fox. funny. I actually did tell the AI like weeks ago um, to go ahead and uh, try and replicate the tone of the Mass Effect lore cast with a hypothetical episode. And mm -hmm. it did it. It got our names wrong, but it did it. And it used our verbal like mannerisms and everything. It was a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, it was huh. a little weird. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, okay. do you want to read that out okay. at the end of the episode? You. Do, do you want to read it at the end of the episode? Uh, I didn't save it, but I did oh, save, save one it. prompt about Mass Effect from the AI. That's hilarious, and we probably should. We'll read, read that. For the yeah, end. we'll read that out the end. All right. So, what do you guys think? Uh, Doctor Michelle is a Cerberus plant. I I can, AI. I can go either way on this. It's 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 very very simple. It's yeah, a very it's simple. So really thing. really simple. I'm 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 gonna go human. All right, there's one for human. Anybody else? Any other thoughts? Sykes saying probably human. I think that was a thumbs up for human. Okay, Luke? I feel like the idea is human, but the way it was worded made me go AI. <laughs> okay, Dr. Michelle is a Cerberus plant. Like, it's simple, but I wouldn't, if I was writing it, I wouldn't say Cerberus plant. I would be like Cerberus spy or Cerberus double agent or oh, something. Okay, so that specific word is is really hitting you. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, Doctor Michelle's obviously a human. She's not a Cerberus plant. <laughs> she's she's an actual plant. <laughs> Jay, do you have you have some thoughts? Yeah, I think this one is a uh, uniquely human. I think it's if if I had to take a guess, I would say it's human. And written by somebody close to us, and that plant was thrown in there to uh, try and sway our decision on this. Yeah, <laughs> okay. so I think I think you're looking at at N7 right now because that's that's where my fingers are pointed. <laughs> it was, he's the human who came up with it. Yeah, he All he's right. the human that has All written right. this. This is no AI. This is him. <laughs> this is him. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, are we ready to go through and see how accurate accurate you were at figuring out AI versus human? I think we don't we have a tenth one. Do we have? Did you did you list a tenth I, one? I do have a tenth one. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Conrad Werner, the Shepherd fanboy, was actually a deep cover agent for Cerberus all along. Conrad Werner was a deep cover agent for Cerberus all along. This feels very similar to the last one. I, I feel it's, like it's, I mean you just replaced the noun, but yeah, yeah. I feel like N seven made this one for show. <laughs> he made the both of the last two. Is yeah, right now. I feel like this one especially he made. So human. Okay. Any other thoughts, Psych? I was actually, I was actually kind of thinking this one was an AI. Um, 
very specifically prompted AI uh, or I'm not certain like I'm not sure how to say it, but I just feel like my gut's telling me this one was an AI. Which what basically half of these have been my gut. I mean that's kind of all you have to go on, really. Jay? Do we hear of Conrad after Mass Effect One? Is he does he pop up in two or three at all? Oh yeah. Yeah, there's there's an epic conclusion to his tale, but you have to do things in a very specific way. Uh so, Mass Effect three. Huh. In in Mass Effect three, though is um after the Citadel coup, you can find him um advertising for Sobras, I guess. Um but yeah, he does pop up though doing that. No kidding. I don't I don't I don't necessarily think that makes him a plant or a spy or anything, but if he's a deep cover operative, he's absolutely terrible at it. Really yeah. terrible. <laughs> or maybe he's amazing at it, and you think he's stupid. Oh. He's so bad, he's good. Oh, it comes full circle. Cover. Full circle. All right. Well, here, let's go through. That's that's 10 of them. Everybody has all your answers down. We're going to go back up to the top of the list. And the first one was the Reapers were not created by the Leviathans to preserve organic life, but rather by a rogue faction of Protheans seeking to eliminate all organic life in the galaxy except for their own. Who put AI? Raise your hands. Who put AI on this one? So most of most of you who put human. Did anybody put human? I don't know what G-Man put because I don't see him on camera. Um, this one is AI. Congratulations. Wow. Strong start. Strong start. Number two, the crucible, the super weapon created to defeat the Reapers is actually a trap that will allow the Reapers to take control of the galaxy once it is activated. All right. Who put AI on this one? No, no hands. Okay. Who put human? Everybody else put everybody put human. You are correct again. This one is a human theory. Wow, you guys are doing great. All right, number three, the Reapers are actually the good guys trying to save the galaxy from an even greater threat that nobody knows about yet. Who put AI? Okay, just one, one hand. Everybody else put human? All right, this one is AI. Congratulations, Ed Boy. Ed Boy, figured that one out. Number four, the Crucible was not designed to, to defeat the Reapers, but to transfer the consciousness of all living beings into a virtual reality simulation. All right, AI, human, I see mostly AI. It's a very, kind of more split in half on this one. This one also AI, those machines. Number five, the elusive man is not a human, but an advanced AI program created by the Reapers to manipulate Cerberus and further their goals. All right, who put AI? AI, we got a, a, a good number of hands and the rest of you are, are human. This one also is AI. Congratulations, those of you who figured this out. Is anybody, like, 100% so far? I don't... Okay, so everybody's missed something. All right, number six. The Reapers, the insected creatures who maintain the Citadel, are actually the true rulers of the galaxy and have been manipulating events behind the scenes. AI? Human? I think you meant the Keeper. I'm sorry, Keepers. Uh, uh, AI? Humans? Almost everybody's human. This one is human. So you got that one. All right. Number seven, the Mass Effect universe is actually a simulation created by an advanced alien race to study the behavior of sentient beings in various scenarios. AI. A few hands. Human. The rest of you guys. Okay. Human. This one also human. Number eight, the Leviathans, the ancient race who created the Reapers, are still alive and have been secretly manipulating events in the galaxy for centuries. AI. Human. Mostly AI on this one. This one's human also. And then the two simple ones at the end. Dr. Michelle is a Cerberus plant. Who thinks AI? Just one? Everyone else thinks human? This one is human. So most of you got that. This, and this one was a test to see who listens to the lore cast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because I actually brought this entire theory up during the Dr. Michelle uh, episode. And, and I actually haven't seen this theory anywhere else. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I just haven't seen it on any other forums. So I need so to Jay was right. It was you. It was you. It was. The, the, the theory was coming from inside the podcast. Amazing. All right. And then the last one about Conrad Werner. Who thinks this one was AI? And then who thinks this is human? Most of you think it's human. This one's AI. Jen got it. 
I, I didn't see any other hands on that. So who who got three of these right? Who hit 30%? Raise your hands. Most of you got 30%. All right, who got 50% right? 50%. Who got 70% right? Oh, Jen's at seven. Ed's at seven. Sykes at, at seven. Eight? Eight? Did anybody get eight? You all tied at seven? Wow, Sykes, Jen, and Ed. That's because we are N7s. <laughs> you are I was gonna N7s. Say. N7 Psych, N7 Genesis, I, and N7 Edboy. I Ed counted. I got, uh, I got eight. Oh, Edboy got oh. eight. Oh, congratulations. Edboy's the innate here. Innate. Nate. Ed, He's in, now Nate. N- you're now Nate. <laughs> you're now Nate. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, this is a lot of fun. I, I love the discussion around each of these and trying to figure it out. It's interesting because I feel like most of you got the majority right, though. Like, more times than not, most of you figured it out. Some of these were really tough, too. Like I said, you know, I don't, if I, and unless I had been told which were which, like, there were a lot of these that I don't think I would have gotten. Um, yeah, yeah, like at all. There, yeah. Okay, so here's a prompt. Actually, you know what? Let me just read it, and then I'll tell you what the prompt I put into chat GPT was after the fact. Yeah, let's do that. So, okay. Once upon a time, there was a man named Conrad Werner who lived in the Mass Effect universe. He was just like any other ordinary man with a love for adventure and a passion for helping others. But one day, Conrad discovered seafood, and not just any seafood, crab specifically. He tried his first crab leg at a local seafood restaurant and was instantly hooked. The succulent, sweet meat was unlike anything he had tasted before. He was obsessed. From that day on, Conrad made it his mission to try every crab dish in the galaxy. He visited seaside restaurants, hunted for crab in murky waters, and even took part in local crab festivals. Everywhere he went, he couldn't stop talking about crab and raving about its delicious flavor. And then he discovered Crab Fest at Red Lobster. Crab Fest was an all-you-can-eat feast of crab legs, crab cakes, and crab-stuffed dishes. Conrad was in heaven. He ate so much crab, he couldn't move from his seat. But he didn't care. He was completely enamored with seafood, and crab was his one true love. Conrad became known as the Crab Fest King, and he traveled the galaxy, spreading the gospel of crab and, <laughs> and spreading his love for seafood. He would tell anyone who would listen about the joys of Crab Fest and how they too could taste the sweet, succulent meat of crab for themselves. So come join Con- Conrad and the rest of the crab loving community at Crab Fest at Red Lobster. Satisfy your crab cravings and indulge in the sweet, sweet meat of crab. It's a seafood lover's paradise and you won't want to miss it. I love that Red Lobster still exists in the future. I also, this also feels like something a teenager wrote for like a school project. <laughs> It literally well, just made an advertisement for Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's the prompt. Tell me a story about Conrad Werner from Mass Effect becoming horribly obsessed with seafood in the style of an advertisement for Crab Fest at Red Lobster. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so good. <laughs> Makes sense now. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Ed Boy. You are the big winner. Congratulations. I don't have like a fanfare or anything. Ta-da! Yay. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's clapping. Good job. Uh, if ever, if ever we do get taken over by our AI overlords and we need somebody to figure out if that's actually human talking to us or not, then we're going to call you up. You'll be the, that means Ed boy will be a number one target for the AI. Oof, we're going to keep you safe. Ed boy. Gotta keep you safe. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go back through everybody. If you do have a project, a side project that you want to shout out about, feel free to. If you don't, just say, thanks for being here. Just reach out to me on the Discord or something like that. Uh, but let's go back through everybody. We'll start with Genesis. Jen? Yeah, I'm Genesis. I host two shows that are part of the Robots Radio Network, Two Girls, One Ship, about video game romances, and Cyberpunk, the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where we talk everything cyberpunk. Yeah, go check it out. You can, anywhere you're listening to this, you can listen to those shows. So, or robotsradio.net. Thanks for joining us, Jen. Spectre J, you got anything going on? No, not nothing really, man. I'm just on Discord. Um, if you ever see me on there, feel free to strike up a conversation. I'm cool. I like to talk. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thanks for joining yeah. us again. No problem. Thanks for having me. Psych. I know you've got some stuff. Absolutely. I, I also have two shows, uh, one of which I was, I'm the co-host on the 
MCU Lorecast, where we talk about Marvel movies and comic book lore. And then I'm a player on the Mass Effect Blue Shift Tabletop RPG podcast. A lot of fun. We solve cases on the Citadel. Awesome. Yeah, go check those shows out as well. Turbo Toboggan. You got anything going on? Thanks for being here. I have nothing going on. Nothing new. All right. Cool, man. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, <laughs> Nothing new except for that incredible shirt he's wearing. He's wearing oh. the uh, Alliance Patreon shirt. I think that's from the last year's cycle. It is. Yeah. Fancy stuff. Born to be N7. Thanks for joining us as well. Do you have anything to share? Yeah, I just want to explain my name and make sure I'm not stepping on N7's toes. Oh, so <laughs> you're fine. Go ahead. The reason my name is born to be in seven is because my birthday is actually November 7th. Oh, man. That's oh, awesome. no way. There's an there's another member of this community who was also born on November 7th. Wow. Uh, so happy. I'll have to send out two birthday messages on November 7th now. Awesome. Well, yeah, I just wanted to say that. And it was real weird because I never knew that until I played Mass Effect for the first time this past year. That's cool. So this That's last cool. November 7th was the first time I'd ever even seen N7 Day or anything like that. You're like, it's my birthday awesome. and it's an even bigger celebration for other stuff. That's so cool. That's great. Well, thanks for joining us. Ed Boy, congratulations again. You have anything you want to share? Uh, I don't. Just uh, on the Discord under Ed Boy. Uh, glad to be here. Yeah. Well, first good. time doing anything like this. Yeah, it was really nice talking with you and, and hanging out. And congratulations. Thank you. Luke the Duke, you got anything going on? No, not really. Just uh, I'm brand new here. Glad to be here and uh, it was super fun. Yeah, thanks for joining us and good to talk with you as well. And then G-Man. G-Man, you got anything? Uh, nah, I'm just uh, just G-Man in the Discord. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining us, everybody. This has been super fun. Thank you for uh, putting up with our silly, uh, silly AI game show. I hope you had a, a lot of fun with it, as much fun as we did. Sam, you got anything you want to share before we head out? Yeah. Uh, so I got approved for press access to Emerald City Comic Con. So I'll be at that in Seattle. Um, if anyone sees me there, uh, if, well, I, I guess you'd have to know my face. So if you watch the YouTube videos <laughs> or Twitch channel uh, and you know my face and you see me walking around there, don't be afraid to come up and say hi. And, you know, you know me from the podcast or, or something or just uh, a guy in a big Volus costume. That's also going to be right, you. Right. right. Uh, you know, otherwise, if you come up and say hi and you don't say anything other than that, I'll be like, hi, and then keep walking <laughs> because I won't know who you are okay weird but hello <laughs> so but i am i'm very open to uh meeting everyone in the mass effect community uh if you're going to emerald city comic-con in seattle so that's coming up here march 2nd through the 5th um that'll be very fun uh other than that i don't know if i'll be streaming i don't think i'll be streaming i won't have time to stream this week but Please do give me a follow because I'm coming up on the end of Mass Effect 2 very, very soon because of what we talked about before. Neutral Shepard skipping all these things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Other than that, yeah, on Twitch, Twitter, at N7Legend. Uh, and I, like I said, I see some new faces here. Uh, so I'm very happy to see new people here uh, and hope we can connect in Discord later. Maybe play some games together. Maybe some Mass Effect multiplayer if there's a large enough group that wants to wants to play. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. So uh, go check out uh, the rest of the shows on the network. Some of these are hosts on the network as well. Everything you can find at robotsradio.net, including my other shows. And thank you for joining us. Thank you, chat, for being here. This has been a lot of fun. And we will be back next week. And uh, until then, stay safe out there in that crazy universe with all the crazy theories floating around. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to hear your opinion and thoughts on the lore of Mass Effect. Reach out to us on Twitter at Mass Effect Cast or check out the Robots Radio Discord. Also, you can send us an email at MassEffectLorecast at gmail.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.